Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i'm your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well a big show in store for you tonight ed orgeron speaks confirms a blake ruffino report from last night ed orgeron speaks with the baton rouge media today Confirms a report about last night's show. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about what Ed Orgeron had to say. Uh, some injury updates. Some people freaking out. Relax. As Aaron Rodgers would say, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We'll talk about it. AP coaches poll release. My thoughts. I'm going to say this. Normally, I don't really care about polls too much. I think it's a storyline that intrigues people, but sometimes people use it when they're not supposed like you you sometimes people hate it and sometimes people love it. You know, when you want to say LSU beat uh, uh uh seven top 10 teams, Texas didn't finish in the top 10, you know, like you can't you can't pick and choose where the where you want to use polls at, but I think it's interesting Today's coaches poll, AP coaches poll, uh, we will talk about that. I think it's really good for LSU to tell some people uh, what opposing teams are thinking. I think it's a good thing, LSU, being at 13, coming off the season that they had last year at 5-5. Five and five. Also, hashtag AskBlake as we do every Tuesday and Thursday. You got a question? Fire it in there. Hashtag AskBlake and we'll get to it. The New Orleans Saints are an absolute disaster. Dumpster fire, and they can't get their shit together as Drew Brees is retired and Sean Payton does not know what the hell he's doing. Yes, I just said that. We will touch on that. Also, Rudy Poo of the Week. I did not get to it last night. 
We will get to it tonight. So fire off your hashtag Ask Blakes. Fire off your Rudy Poos of the week, and we will get to them right now currently. Uh, guys, before we get started, I do want to say I, I hope that everyone listening and everyone watching will do me a favor after the show. Please go over, go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Over 90% uh, of our YouTube channel and YouTube watches are people that's not subscribed. That's okay. We just need you all to subscribe. If you do that, that means we'd have, I think, like 5,000 subscribers, five 6,000 subscribers, and that would be greatly appreciated. Also, if you're on Facebook, uh, don't forget to like the page. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Some people ask me about Facebook's algorithm. Yes, uh, the views are off. They, they're going to have to fix that, but that's okay. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Periscope, hit that retweet as well. And don't forget to follow us on a on TikTok at AYS Rafino. A lot of feedback on TikTok over the last couple of weeks. Uh, before we get started, let's do this. Let's get to a couple uh, comments. Ryan Trahan says, let's go. So does Robert Plaisance, Ryan Guidry. Danny Krantz, uh, Blaine Smith says that the Saints are an absolute mess. Call the cat done. Where have you been? Call the cat. Where have you been? Regardless, he says, let's go. Judah, with some really good comments to me last night. What's up, my brother? I appreciate you joining. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for the, the very awesome comments yesterday or, or this morning, whatever it was, or last night. I can't remember. I appreciate you for the great comments that you gave to me. Henry, I got to ask you a question. Henry comments inside the chat and says, Justin Vincent, 25 days till kickoff. Henry, do you mind if I call you Pooh Bear? I'll read all your comments, but I keep saying Henry. I keep on saying Henry Pooh Bear, but my man is in the building talking about my good friend Henry. All right, let's do this. Let's get to a couple of uh, 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 bills paying around here. Let's get to paying a couple bills around here. None better, and then we'll get to all your comments. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons had somebody Ryan. Text me, or not text me, DM me today, said, Blake, I went over to GM Varno and Sons, got two tires replaced, and my check engine light was on. It was a sensor. GM Varno and Sons got me in and out within 45 minutes of changing two tires and getting my check engine light on. I was absolutely impressed by what I saw over at GM. So get over there today and our good line, good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, no one is more equipped to fixing your vehicle better than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or if you break down on the side of the road, they will come and get you if you're in the local area. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana and our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline. I did a bet this morning. I'm not going to tell you because, well, I'll tell you. Guys, I got LSU going 10-2. and two. Let's fire this shit up. BetOnline's got all your bets. You, got, you want the NFL. You want the NFL MVP. You want everything. BetOnline is the place to be. The number one growing bet online service in the United States. That's BetOnline. Get on over there today. Sign up. And on your first deposit, you'll get 50% off. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. 
Let's get this thing a rolling, y'all. Mark gives the flex. Look at that muscle. Ba-bam! Y'all saw that? Ba-bam! That's what a former center looks like when that muscle gets a flexing. I ain't got muscles like I used to. I ain't got muscles like I used to. Okay, so Coach Ed Orsron, I'll get to a couple of these comments, but Coach Ed Orsron did uh, confirm my report from last night. The one thing that I think that everybody took away and that I got the most DMs from or the most contact from was definitely Brian Thomas Jr., the wide receiver out of Walker. Uh, last night I said that he was putting – last night I said going out of practice, I said some of the film I have saw, a lot of different things – um, I said that Brian Thomas Jr. was putting Eli Ricks in a blender. Um, Ed Orsron this morning on Off the Bench with Jacob Hester and T. Bob Bear confirmed that report. So, I ain't lying to you. <laughs> Everybody asked me, well, Blake, you, what you talking about, Willis? I told you Brian Thomas Jr. was putting individuals in blenders, and you better be, you better watch out for that young man. Now, he had a couple of drops today from what I hear, but you got to sometimes with freshmen take the good with the bad, a.k.a. Jamar Chase, who led LSU in drops in 2018. You got to take the good with the bad. Um, Some other things, Major Burns, I think was another thing. Mike Jones, who Mike Jones? It's another individual that Ed Orgeron talked about. Two guys that have transferred in to LSU, one of them we know is going to be a bona fide starter in Major Burns, uh, and Mike Jones learning a little bit more about how to play inside linebacker, learning that position. So I think Mike Jones is a guy that's going to work himself into that lineup, work himself into the starting role. Another thing that I told you last night that's starting to come out and starting to get confirmed, someone where I'm still trying to verify as I was not out there today, look, we got stuff to do that I do during the week. We got to put on this fantastic show. Uh, I'm trying to confirm what individual on this team got moved over to tight end. Uh, last night, I told you I was kind of hearing some rumblings and that LSU, without even hearing it, it was something that they were going to have to do anyway. LSU was going to have to move a body over at tight end. Jack Besh is in a non-contact jersey. Kind of alluded to that a little bit last night. Uh, Cole Taylor, if any one of those individuals goes down, then you're you're going to have a walk-on. You're going to have a walk-on that's your number two. I get that you can have guys that are walk-ons that can contribute and do really good things. I think Josh Williams, uh, my good friend, Mr. Josh Williams. What's up, Josh? I know you'd be watching. My man. Um, Josh Williams was a guy that was a walk-on last year, started against Ole Miss, gave you a, a lot of good reps against Ole Miss, but you that's not that is that is an outlier, right? Like that's an outlier. That's not that's not the norm. So I am hearing, and we're trying to confirm that uh, of the body that was moved over to tight end. I got to get that. I got to get that one locked down. Um, some other things that Ed talked about. He did talk about Ty Davis Price, guys. I'm not worried about Ty Davis Price. I'm not worried about Ty Davis Price at all. Give the man some rest. It's going to be a long season. It's always a long season for a starting running back. Now, can John Emery capitalize? We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think that it's the more reports that keep continue to come out, and I and I alluded to this a little bit last night. Is uh, Hughes H twenty three on Periscope asked what uh what has been my impression of Andre Carter so far? Doesn't seem like he has recruited very well. Well, what do you mean he hasn't recruited very well? 
with all due respect, Hughes, uh, you're not you're not asking Andre Carter to come in and, and recruit D line. You're coming in to ask him to teach the D line uh, NFL type of moves, NFL type of schemes, and NFL type of pl- uh, 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 of pad level. There's a lot of different things that you brought Andre Carter in. Ed Orgeron, regardless of who the D line coach is, is going to be recruited on the defensive line. Period. Point blank. So. Andre Carter, there has not been in five days, in five days of LSU football camp, there has not been a position group more violent than this LSU defensive line. Um, Ed Orgeron talked also confirmed my report again last night of what we're seeing and what I've been told on some of the practices that I've not been able to go to. It's a ticky-tack world on the O-line, D-line. Austin Deculus starting to dominate. Guys like Chase and Hines, who was not there today, Some a lot of these guys stop freaking out about injuries. These A lot of these guys aren't hurt. Summer school's finally ending. Today was the day. A lot of them are taking finals. Uh, Derek Stingley Jr., Cardell Flott being two of them. So a, lot of, a couple of guys are out. Don't freak out right now. Chase and Hines, Liam Shanahan, Garrett Dellinger, a guy I talked about at length last night. You can move him at. You can put him at right tackle. You can put him at either guard position. I think left tackle is a little bit much for a true freshman. Um, we'll see if he can play that position. If you absolutely need him to, but you know, on a lot of these reps, on a lot of this, your O line's doing well, guys. If you're running nothing but passing plays, let me let me. You know, I thought Hester brought this up in in the conversation, and it's something I've been mentioning the last two weeks. If you're running nothing but passing plays, or you're going through a dribble, or it's nothing but runs, the problem with all of that is, is the defense knows what's coming. So if the O line is being ticky tack, and the offense is not necessarily dominating all the time, but they are having dominating runs, Ty Davis Price breaking off a 65 yard run a couple of days ago, that's completely fine. That's completely fine. You want to see that. You want to see that. So just alluding to some of the things that we talked about, with Ed, that Ed talked about today uh, that confirmed the report um, last night. I will say that I'm still gathering some information on Dwight McLaughlin. It does look that he does have a little injury. Now, about three minutes um, before I came on the show, um, LSU does feel like that it's not as significant as they first intended or thought it was. Um, So we'll see. Let me, let me, I'm answering this text just to answer that question. All right. Yeah, it looks like it's a lower body, not a knee. Looking like a lower body, not a knee. Um, so, so let me, let me throw this in there, guys. Don't send me political comments in here. Do not send political comments in here. They're not going, they're not going to get read. They're not going to get read. All right. Just making sure on the, uh, making sure on the Dwight McGillothern stuff. All right. We're good. Uh, Colin Thibodeau with the first hashtag Ask Blake of the Night. Being at thir- 13 and 16, 13 through 16, is a great spot because you have some respect from people 
but also allows you to sneak up uh, on other teams. Well, see, here's the thing, Colin. I don't think that you're LSU and you sneak up on anybody. I think the last 20 years let, – let, Let's so let's talk about this. Let's talk about the AP poll today and the coaches poll coming out. A lot of people don't like the coaches poll. A lot of people think it's trash and all this kind of stuff. Why do we do a coaches poll? Because it's a great indicator for the beginning of the season. You got – uh, number five and number two going or three squaring off week one and Clemson and Georgia. Let it happen. Stop stop complaining about it. Stop complaining about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but let me tell you, when I saw LSU at thirteen, now if LSU would have been uh, uh, anywhere north of fifteen, I would have said, eh, whatever. But the reputation of LSU over the last 20 years is what's put them in the top 15. It is the reason why LSU is in the top 15. Yes, you have a lot of people returning. Yes, you have a lot of people that got a lot of experience last year. I think, was it uh, 33 or 32 guys have a, a start in college football against an SEC team that's on this roster? That is the most in the SEC, far none. And the coaches are coaches' polls are telling you, hey, listen, listen. I know LSU just came off a horrendous year last year at five and five. They're still a really well coached team. They still got a hell of a lot of talent. Now it's not going. The coaches' poll is not going to end like that. It's it never does. But it should give you the indicator of what coaches around the country feel about LSU. Oh, LSU! What team? And so let's let's act like we're not LSU fans for five seconds. For five seconds, let's act like we're not LSU fans. If um, if Texas A and M. If Texas A&M would have gone 5-5 five and five last year and they would have been ranked number 13 and they had almost their entire roster returning, what would you have said? If Alabama went 10-3 last year, hypothetically, and they returned their entire roster, what would you have said? Now, Alabama's a little bit different. But the simple fact that LSU went 5-5 five and five last season and getting a lot of votes in the coaches' poll should tell you what the entire universe of college football is thinking, at least from a coaching staff. At least from a coaching staff perspective. So I thought that that was very interesting. I thought that that was very, very interesting to see. Let's see. Jeremiah Phillips says Jack Besh tight end one. We'll see. I mean, he's not going to be. Uh, he's not going to be your blocking number one. That's for that's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. Let's see. I see somebody just said something. So let me. Chad. Um, Chad says you know. Uh, you know how. You know how you know that preseason polls don't mean shit. Notre Dame is always listening to the preseason top ten. I understand that, but Notre, regardless of what you think, Notre Dame's still in the playoff. The last time LSU faced Notre Dame, LSU got beat. Let, understand that. I mean, look, you can call Notre Dame what you want. They're still a team making the playoff. Going to conference. They win the conference, beat Clemson, another playoff team. 
You could say whatever you want, but this is a different situation. When you're coming off a 5-5 five and five season, I'm not saying that I like coaches' polls. Normally, I don't even really look at them. However, when you have a team coming off a 5-5 five and five season, returning what they returned in LSU, I do find it interesting that coaches are saying, hey, that's a top 15 team. If you don't understand, if you don't see that a lot of coaches are are giving you relevance there and security, that like, hey, I don't want to play them. Basically, with the coaches around the country, majority of them are telling you was, hey, if I had my choice, I'm not playing them. I am not playing LSU. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, my good friend C. King says, thank you, Blake. Kill that political shit. We're not talking politics on this show. It, it, it is not going to happen. Uh, Blaine Smith says, if McLaughlin is hurt, that could cause rotation problems. It could. Guys, any anybody on this team gets hurt, that causes a rotation problem. Uh, and what's, what stinks is, is if this is something that's lingering, a guy that had a huge offseason goes down. Now, there's people talking about him on a scooter and all this kind of stuff. I mean, look, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, guys, camp injuries are camp injuries. You know, I saw a guy that everybody thought his ACL was torn and two, was at 2009 um, at Southeastern. Is it 2009 or two? It doesn't really – the year doesn't really matter. He comes back two days later, and he's in full pads practicing. <laughs> they told that man he had a torn ACL. He came out there and said, no, I don't. C. King says, once we land Wiggins and Tap, you'll see Carter's worth. And I and, and I agree with that. And I think that you got to – guys, you got to understand you had a big D-line, co- uh, D-line haul last year. Um, there's some positions that you got to go get. You got two tight ends in this next class that you absolutely need. Uh, the um, the Taylor kid from uh, Florida, Jack Ta- uh, Jack um, or Jake uh, Jake Johnson is the number one tight end in the country. You got to go get. You got to use two spots there. You don't have a choice at this point. Uh, if you get guys, if you get Quincy Wiggins and Tap, and you get another D lineman, I really don't give a shit. I mean. You got what five, four last year. You're gonna get a, probably another four this year. If if I had to assume and what it's looking like, come on now. Michael Ray says, "Let O worry about the D line." Yeah, the D line in recruiting, I have no worries with none, zero, zilch, not a nothing. Something else that Ed said today, and you could tell it in his voice. I, I'm pretty sure Ed believes, like I've been saying and said last night, guys, I really do think from a top-to-bottom standpoint, and you can make the argument with all O-line, I get, what, I get what you're saying, but I think since Ed has been hired as the head coach, this is by far, by none, the best top-to-bottom recruiting class that he's ever had. Now, the only other class you can compare that to is the Joe Burrow year, but half of that half of that recruiting class transferred or quit and is no longer here. But when you got Joe Burrow on top, that makes it a whole different a whole different story. But I'm talking about from top to bottom guys that can play. I mean, look, 65 touchdowns in one season. Joe Burrow walks on water. Praise Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I mean, 
that's a different ball game, and I understand that. But I'm talking about from top to bottom, without question, this has been Ed's best recruiting class. So outside the Joe Burrow year, nothing else can compare. Uh, Jonathan Sienna, my good friend from uh, Franktown, what's happening, from the Bugaloosa area, says, what's the deal with Mike Thomas? Well, I think Mike Thomas is acting like a big old Rudy Poo to some extent. I think Sean Payton's a petty son of a bitch. I'm being honest. I, guys, I've been telling you that Sean's petty as all hell. Talk some Saints very quickly. Get back to LSU. Sean Payton is petty as hell. You mean to tell me that you called the man, you text the man, you DM the man? He didn't answer. He didn't answer. His doctor's saying he ain't seen him. You mean to tell me that Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton don't have an address for Michael Thomas? Don't tell me you did everything possible to make sure that Michael Thomas was getting ready for the season when you didn't. Sean Payton Petty. Sean Payton better be careful he don't get his ass fired here. Look, this is going to be a long season now. Look, me and my wife have season tickets, have had season tickets. Her dad loved the Saints, will continue to go. My my wife loves the Saints, will continue to support. But I'm telling you, Sean Payton's petty's the son of a gun. Uh, Michael Ray says, Mike, uh, middle linebacker, Micah, maybe Clark can blitz. Uh, being blitz packages, I like. I really like Demont Clark off the edge. Honestly, I thought that he had his best time at LSU so far when he's coming off the edge. Uh, mm. You know who else thought that too? Alabama. Uh, I know. A, look, and that's from a staffer. That you know, some of them. One of uh, a guy on the Alabama staff told me directly. That he was he was wondering why Demol Clark wasn't playing on the edge. Just look, I'm just being honest. They 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 thought that they did not have an answer for him. Look, I'm just telling you what they thought. Take that for what it's worth. Henry Pooh Bear says on Facebook Live, don't we always see the quote unquote low management earlier in camp anyway? Yeah, we do, especially from an older guy running back. Especially from an older guy at running back. Um, but if he's nicked up, don't do not do not run him out there for a practice that don't mean a shit. Uh Blake Doucette on Facebook Live says, Hashtag ask Blake, how does the preseason poll look to you? I mean, I, I really don't care. I mean, look, you he here's the interesting thing that that I look at this poll with. Okay, you got Alabama one, Georgia five, A and M six, Florida eleven. That that's that's probably the most egregious to me is Florida at eleven, uh, LSU at thirteen, Ole Miss at twenty five. I I saw I don't know what they're calling themselves U L L U L L. I don't know what the shit laughed them people out in Lafayette calling themselves these days. Um, they're not better than Auburn. I, I'm telling you this right now. They're not better than Auburn. <laughs> Auburn and and UL line up right now. Auburn whips that ass, and they whip that ass bad. Now Auburn. Now, by the time that we get to the season, Auburn's got some linemen that's going in and out. Guys, I don't know if Auburn wins seven games. I mean, you can have Tank Bigsby all you want, but when you can't block for a running back, it don't mean two Rudy Poos. I don't care that Bo Nix might have be a Heisman contender, as some people are calling him. Oh my God, that makes me want to vomit a little. 
but I still, at the current moment, don't think that ULL is better than Auburn. So hypothetically, if if I were voting, Auburn would be in that top 25. So LSU would play relatively what coaches think, who study them more than you do, Auburn, Old Miss, Florida, A&M, Alabama. That's five. So right out the gate, LSU is probably more than likely going to be play five top 25 teams. Oh, and by the way, by the way, you can hate Texas, you can love Texas, you can hate Oklahoma or love Oklahoma, but once they come into the SEC, that's another two. So then you would have arguably one, two, let's see, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. So the SEC, when Oklahoma and Texas enter, you would have seven or eight, even maybe even nine of the top 25 teams in college football in the top 25 uh, rankings coming out. That's something interesting that, that I saw or I thought about. Um, Josh says, I think they would could move Xavier Carter to tight end. I don't think that – I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that now. Um – Kurt Paul says preseason polls are trash. Wish they wouldn't do polls five weeks into the season, and these polls don't mean a hell of beans. You say that, you you know, it's funny that people say that until you play Texas week two and you and you make the argument for LSU being uh, 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 the best team ever in 2019. You were like, well, Texas was the top ten team when we played them. You can't say that Texas was the top ten team when you played them in 2019 if you don't care for these preseason polls. You can't you can't use that argument. You can't say LSU beat seven top ten teams at the time they played them and say, "Well, I think polls are stupid." Although they are stupid, <laughs> I mean they don't mean a hell of shit. But I do. I always find it interesting to see what coaches think. Now, some of them are doing some shady stuff behind the scenes. Alabama getting 63-65. I mean, come on. Daniel Glenn says, imagine with the national narrative on both the program with all that bad press from uh, Gannett News uh, and Ed Orgeron will be if LSU has another undefeated season. Heads will explode. Not only will they explode, but I think that they would regress. And I, and there's parts of me, if LSU goes undefeated and runs the table and wins a national championship – Parts of me thinks that it would even get a little bit worse. Because LSU would be headline news. LSU would be on the top of everybody's mind of college football. And I think that Rudy Poo's out there um, like uh, Dan Walken, Pat Forty, and others would use that as a platform to to use politics and their political beliefs on something else. Keep politics out of it, man. If a player wants to do something, that's on them. But we ain't talking about that shit here. Mm-mm. Uh, TJ says LSU beats UCLA and they will jump jump into the top ten. I don't know if they'll jump into the top ten because that means teams would have to lose up above them pretty bad. I mean, if, if hypothetically, if Georgia loses to Clemson, they're not going to move out of the top ten. And you know, we'll see. We'll see. Mark says to trade Michael Thomas. Look, I see a lot of people saying trade him. 
Uh, Harold Woods, my good friend. What's up, Harold? He, you know, Harold told, uh, uh, not Harold told, well, Harold did tell me, but um, Trey Varno or GM Varno and son says my good friend Harold went over there and had great servers over at GM. So you guys need to go over there and get your car serviced. But he says, Sean, hashtag petty, is hashtag petty. Two sides to every story. Look, I think that there is some stuff with Michael Thomas that we need to hear out. I mean, they did tell Michael Thomas that they want him to play to win uh, Drew another championship or another or another Super Bowl, and he didn't blink an eye. So, with that being said, I, I don't want to hear from Sean Payton that they did everything that they could to talk to Michael Thomas. Don't don't feed me a line of bullshit. You know, when when Sean talks, sometimes I feel like I'm going through a buffet line of bullshit with a side of crap with a side of bullshit. And man's getting on my nerves. Uh, Brandon Reese says, plus Sean Washington from New Orleans, who was once a commit to LSU. I think Sean Washington might be a good guard. I think I'd move him over to offensive guard, honestly. Uh, but that position is going to be stacked. We'll see. I'd move that, I'd move that kid over to guard. Uh, Gino Vega. What's up, Gino? Says, honestly, O has been on fire recruiting. Not even on fire, but, but scolding hot. Scolding hot. What was it? So 2018, LSU had the number five class in the country. 2000, or yeah, 2020, how did that go? Was it 18? Yeah, 18, number five, 19, number four, last year, number three, and then could they be, have a top two class with the number one quarterback in the country? LSU went five and five and had a top five recruiting class during COVID. Uh, Daniel Glenn says we both we need both of those guys, if only to deny them to the enemy. I don't know what both guys. Uh, Brian on Facebook Live says Brian Thomas Jr. reminds me of a young version of Terrence Tolliver. You know, Brian, that's interesting. You've been you're like the second or third person um, that's brought that up. Um, I don't know if I like that comparison necessarily. I like I like um, more of the comparison of Terrace Marshall. I think that their body types are the same. I think that they run the same. I think that uh, Terrace were maybe a little bit more physical. Bryant's a little bit more faster. I think that they move really similarly. Uh, I like the Tyler comparison. I just think that there might be a l- one a little bit better. I would actually compare him more to Terrace than I would. And, and seeing him up close and personal – I would like to see. I would like to use that comparison more than a Tolliver. But again, that's a personal preference. A personal preference. Uh, Chav- Travis McGraw, what's up, Travis? He says O takes a lot of credit for recruiting, but his staff and recruiters work twenty four seven and are killing it. Woodward is in their office making sure they're getting it. I- I- I'm going to say this right here. That last statement right there. That man out there fishing. Come on, he, he ain't in there. He ain't in there. I, I promise you that. Uh, Jeremiah Phillips, chill out on Lafayette, Blake. <laughs> I don't I didn't mean the city of Lafayette. I meant the people that go to ULL or University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Y'all know what I meant. Come on, come on, Jeremiah. Chill, relax. Relax. 
Y'all know, y'all know I love my people from Lafayette. Come on, bro. Harold Wood says GM at Varndo and Sons is a five star experience. That it is. Uh, Bob Bethany says, "Do you think Cade York is going to win a couple of games for us this year? You know, if he wins you, if he wins you a couple of games, that means you're in some close games. Uh, if he wins you games by getting you three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, he ain't gonna get that many. If he wins you a game by getting you five field goals, that means you're not scoring touchdowns. I don't like that. That means your your offense is not doing good. Uh, I, I would rather." I would rather him not win me a game. I'd rather him not win me a game. Um, so, in the preference of that, I hope not, in a good way. But can he? Yes. Um, let's see. Mike Smith says, uh, Blake, hashtag ask Blake, how long will Miles Brennan be out? Um some people are saying a minimum of eight weeks. A doc, somebody told me, a doctor who has seen this kind of uh, injury before, he says a, a minimum of twelve weeks. I guess. I guess when you get multiple multiple reports here, um, it seems like it just depends on how his body will react to it. Last year, we you know he thought he was going to be back at Alabama, and he didn't come back the entire season. We'll see. Lamar Williams, what's up, Lamar says I'm back into building. Uh, Justin Turner says trade Thomas to the Jags for C.J. Henderson and one of their high draft picks. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Brandon Reese says Clark and Jones will probably start, and Jones will probably start at outside linebacker. Uh, well, you don't necessarily have an outside linebacker in the defense that they're going to have to run in the four-two-five. So you're going to have two guys in the inside now. Can there be scenarios where you move, where you move Mike Tom? I mean Mike Thomas, um, Mike Jones, who Mike Jones out to the outside or maybe in the slot? Probably so, but we'll see. Uh, TJ says we'll find out how good ULL and Texas are week one. They play each other. I'm actually going to keep my eyes on that game. I'm actually going to keep my eyes on that game. I think that that's an interesting game. <laughs> Curse says stinky plate. With all the bull manure. Look, man, I mean, again, like I said, me and my wife have Saints season tickets, and we're going to go to the games, but don't act, don't fool yourself that Sean's not petty as hell. Don't fool yourself with that. The man's been petty. He's always been petty. Yells at the media, says stupid shit. It's all... Guys, you would crucify. Let me let me let me iterate this. Let me iterate this. You crucify Ed Orsron at every chance you get. Majority of people, and maybe not even majority of people, but the media, they crucify Ed Orsron and say nothing of the sort about Sean Payton. Why? I'll let you think about that one for a minute. Well, Blake, he you know, Sean Payton ain't ever going uh you know. He ain't never going five and five. No, he gone seven and nine. No, the Viking and popping, uh, uh, bounty gate suspending, Sean Payton has been petty for a hot minute. I ain't got no sympathy for him. Zero. Zilch. Nada. But I hope they win, though. 
Travis Cantrell says LSU will be 8-0 going into the Bama week. God, I hope so. They got some tough games in there. You know, a lot of people are talking about, um, you know, everybody's saying Kentucky's a trap game. Kentucky's a trap game. It's not anymore. Kentucky's not a trap game anymore. When everybody in their, in their mammies and their grandmammies and their mammies, mammies, mammies is talking about uh, Kentucky being a trap game, guys, it's not a trap game anymore. If everybody's talking about it, Everybody's gonna say, "Look, you got to watch out for him." If some, you know, Jake Crane from the J Boy Show, who I, I find in high, in high regard, says that he believes that Kentucky's gonna finish second in the in the East. Now, if they're gonna finish second in the East, there's no trap game with a team that's gonna be at that. But at the moment, I think that's what game six, five and one, possibly. I think that's game six. I can't remember, but it's not a trap game at that point. Um, Mark says, I bet Dallas would like to have Sean Payton, who would be a good fit for the Saints if Sean Payton wasn't there. Anybody but that, Rudy Pooh. Uh, Roderick, take him. Hey, take him. Take him. You, They've been trying to get – take him. Take him. Please. Please, sweet baby. Please, dear God, sweet baby Jesus. I'm not okay with calling out players like he's doing. I'm not cool with some of the stuff Sean does. Go look, at what point do you protect the look, I get I get that there's some stuff going on. But like uh Antonio Brown with the Steelers and you got Mike Tomlin not saying anything, like John Gruden not saying anything, at what point do you protect your organization? What point do you protect a player? Because I will promise you the Saints did not do everything as possible to make sure that that man was in that building. They didn't. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Guys, do you know what you – let me ask you this. If you was paying a man $100 million, would you have his address? And if you were paying him $100 million and you didn't know what his uh, surgery was looking like, would you figure it out and would you try to find out and would you go knock on the man's door? It ain't rocket science. It ain't rocket science. Roderick says, to be honest, this year LSU will prove all people and talking heads wrong. One hit wonders my ass. Yeah, you can't be a you can't be a one hit wonder and um <laughs> and win three national titles in twenty years. Can't that can't happen. All right, guys, get some of your Rudy Poos of the weekend and get your more hashtag ass Blakes in and we'll put it in there. We'll put it in there. Got to talk about my good friends over at Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, go over to DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. That's DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. DWI, successions, real estate, anything and everything, the Drake Williams Law Firm can get it taken care of for you today. Just go over there and see them. 985-386-7600. Uh, Chase Abear, thank you, Chase. He says, class rankings 2017-7. See, this is what's interesting about recruiting rankings. 2018-15, actually until this past year, their best class. 
2019, five. 2024, 2021, three as per 247. So you go five, four, three. Can you go two? Then can you go one? That'd be interesting. Ed's been recruiting his ass off. And, and the crazy thing, let's see LSU recruiting 2020, uh, 2018. Let's look at this right quick. Very quickly. Very, 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 very quickly. Uh, LSU recruiting 2018. Football commits. Terrace Marshall in the league. Kelvin Joseph in the league. Jamar Chase in the league. Jarrell Cherry is still on the team. Jason Hines is still on the team. Travis Moore left. Micah Baskerville on the team. Davin Cotton gone. Uh, Bradar Traora in the league. Dare Rosenthal was here. Now we know at Kentucky. Kenya Jones gone. Chris Gurry gone. Damon Clark here. Cameron Wire here. Cole Smith gone. Dre Jenkins here. Nelson Jenkins gone. Dominic Livingston gone. Zach Schieffer gone. Damian Lewis in the league. Tay Provins gone. Uh, and Scott gone. So then, I mean, you you had a very good class up front, and then obviously the Joe Burrow effect there. Uh, you get Joe Burrow, so you put Joe Burrow in that class. So you had a really top-heavy class, but you still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten guys that are were never on the, never played a down on this team and left. Still a really good class. Still a damn really good class. Um, Kenny says, I'm from Lafayette, and I love to mess with the Cajun fans. I do, too. I do, too. Kevin Forche says, late to the party, but better late than never. Go Tigers. Yes, sir. I got new shoes on my ride. Yes, sir. Rolling down 95s. Yes, sir. You can see in my eye. Yes, sir. That I'm looking for a cutie pie. And we ain't got to make love. Yes, sir. We can just cut a love. Y'all, if you was, look, if you was born in the 90s and you you watch BT, MTV, and all that, you know that song. Damn it, I'm going to beat it up. My body, your body's burning up. Uh, Henry Pooh Bear says, hashtag ask Blake, what are some LSU podcasts that you listen to? <laughs> I actually don't listen to any. Because let me tell you what happens, Henry. Uh, I do listen to Tiger Bait a little bit because Mike never accuses me of this. Um, but if I have the, if you have the same take as somebody in your own media core, they, you know, at least from the media elites um, who in the beginning – so basically what happened when, it's, when I started off, a lot of people hated on me and didn't like me doing the show, didn't like me covering LSU, thought I was a Rudy Poo and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they would, they would claim that I'm taking their takes. So then I would come out here like two weeks beforehand. I would come on a video and I'd say it, and then they would say I'm stealing their info, and then I'd tag the link and then put it in their show that they said that they, well, Blake stole their info. Oh, really? And then I would tag the link in there. Or some sourcing and stuff like I you talk about petty. Maybe maybe I'm like Sean Payton. Maybe I'm petty. So I try not to listen to some. I'll listen to Ed Orgeron interview. I'll listen to Collada a little bit. Um, other than that, guys, I really don't listen to anybody. I will tell you who I do listen to a lot though is Bill King on the Bill King Show, where I'll be on there tomorrow, and he'll be our guest. The King of College Football will be here tomorrow night up in this thing. So I do listen to Bill King pretty pretty regularly. 
Actually, very regularly. King Mo, what's up? He says, you going to Cali, Blake, and sends $2.99. Let me tell you something, King. Um, if a lot of people send $2.99 on Super Chats, I will make my way to Cali, and we'll do a, pre, we'll put, do a pregame show. I appreciate that, King. I appreciate that. Father Bear. I saw your comment earlier about Andre Anthony. I think he's looking good. I just missed it. Uh, but he says, hashtag Rudy Pooh of the week. ASPN predicting LSU to go 7-5. and five. Yeah, that's pretty Rudy Pooh. But then what's crazy is that they put him in the top 15. Ain't that, ain't that something, Father? Father, I'm going to need you to start lighting candles and praying for these people now. Father, p- please pray for these people now. Uh, Kurt Paul says, Rudy Poo of the week. Hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. If the Saints roster so many injuries. Yeah, and look, uh, Patrick Robinson thought it was so Rudy Poo, he retired midway through a practice. <laughs> that man, Patrick Robinson, said, hey, bro, y'all done did Mike Thomas wrong. I know the truth. Y'all's all Rudy Poo. I'm out of here. Oh, man, how am I going to retire during a practice? <laughs> Boy, come on, y'all. Come on, bro. I mean, who is your boy, Vontae David? Uh, Davis, not da- Vontae David. Uh, your boy Davis, the, the corner what was his name? Remember, he played with the Bills. <laughs> he retired at halftime. <laughs> we get our ass whooped. I'm retiring at halftime. <laughs> Yo, I can't. I can't. Oh, God. Whoo. God, dog. Oh. Henry says 2018 was also ice cold Tracy. That it was. Uh, Robert Plazon says, hashtag ask Blake Ron Rudy Pooh of the week is Sean Payton. I'm diehard Saints fan, but we need a change. I think, you know, a lot of times you do need a change. Uh, C. King says, dude, in the comment section, it said, if Harold Perkins don't sign with LSU, his uncle will. Bro, y'all crazy tonight, man. Y'all's losing y'all's minds. Oh. <laughs> who said that? Seeking who said that? <laughs> Boy. Oh, man. Y'all on one tonight, man. I love you guys, bro. Uh, Craig Schilling, what's up, my good friend? He says, hashtag Rudy Pooh of the week. Guy at Dodgers game that got a forearm shiver from the ball girl. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. How how does that happen? How does that happen? Did y'all see Craig, did you see they started chanting him as MVP? Uh Kyle says you can't sing, no shit. Uh guys, when I sing it's a joke. It's a, it's it's a it's a bit. It's a skit, you know, like to get people entertained. That come on. Uh Dorian says ESPN is owned by Disney. They make many fairy tales. <laughs> Y'all lit on a Tuesday, boy. Y'all is lit on a Tuesday. Uh, 
King Mo says, I wonder if you can live stream the game on Twitch. No, we we can't do that. No, we'll get banned. Uh, we'll get banned. Uh, Darren Jackson Jr. says, Rudy Pooh of the Week to the Saints shit show going on. I think that that's going to be a lot of a lot of um, a lot of same people saying the same stuff. Uh, I agree with that. And Harold Wood says Vontae Davis, <laughs> bro, that stuff was so funny, bro. I, I will never forget watching a football game and seeing the bottom ticker saying. <laughs> <laughs> retired at halftime after the Bills is getting their ass whooped. Oh, man. Kevin says, Blake, you having a titty nipple night? No, man. Y'all just <laughs> y'all just making me laugh. I'm making myself laugh. Is it bad when you laugh at your own jokes? Is it bad when you laugh at your own jokes? Because tonight, man, it's just been a funny show. Clifford Moore says, you fools thinking we need a change. I think we do need a change. I think we do need a change. Um, Ryan Thibodeau says, see my question above. Which one, Ryan? Let's see. He says, I'm going to have to sample Blake's singing and drop a beat on that mug. We go on platinum. Do it. Do it. Do it. I don't mind it. Peggy Red said, um, she's talking, responding to somebody. Dominic Vaughn says, win three and 20 with the longest running dynasty in college football history being on your side of the SEC. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, Rudy Pooh of the week, Sean Payton. Um, Carl, uh, Kenny says, Carl the Cat laughed when I told him about UK fans shouting, boo, LSU. Uh, Clifford says that's some harsh words for a coach that win them, that whine them their first Super Bowl, that won them their first Super Bowl. Yeah, but sometimes you you got to move on, man. I mean, he's calling a player out. I mean, look how Bill Parcells won the Giants how many Super Bowls? They moved on from him. I mean, look at sometimes it's time to move on from individuals. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean. You won one in 2009. Guys, it's 2021. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback and only had one appearance in the Super Bowl. Got suspended. And then rumors of Vicodin got suspended for Bounty Gate. I mean, he was lucky to keep his job then. He's lucky to keep his job then. Everybody rallied around him because of what the NFL did. And I and, and I get that. I didn't like that either. But, look, he's done some things. When you're paying a guy $100 million, it's part of your job description. When Sean Payton's out getting married, it's part of somebody's job description, mainly his, if you're paying a man $100 million to make sure that he's doing the right thing. That is a part of what you do. I don't care that Mike Thomas might be a grown-ass man. Grown-ass men get fired and hired every day by bosses everywhere. Uh, Justin says, Blake, you should do a five to six ride from work, ride home from work show. I can't do that. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but I can't do that. Not right now. Not right now. Maybe when we when we take this full time. Harold Wood says Saints could have uh, could give Cole Tracy a camp invite. No big, not a big leg, but automatic inside the forty. Brandon Reese says, where would you rank Coach O in the SEC of all time? 
and all of the college football if he was to win a second title. Two. Two. If he wins, if he wins a title this year, I'll put him at two. I mean, name a, name a better coach if he's got – I mean, I don't think any other coaches outside Dabo has two. And I think that I'd give the slight to Ed in a sense of that Ed has done it in less amount of years as a head coach at LSU, and he went beat Dabo head-to-head when Dabo had the number one pick and couldn't complete it, couldn't go back-to-back. So, I'd say, Ed, if Ed were to win a second title. Now, you know, and and look, Dabo, Dabo hasn't coached in the SEC. He hasn't coached in the SEC. All right, let's get out of here, guys. We will see you guys again tomorrow. The king of college football, Bill King, will be joining us tomorrow. You can watch, listen to me on the his show tomorrow at 7 o'clock on WNSR. But until then, guys, we will see you all soon. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.